servants. Jamal woke up with a dry throat. He adjusted the air conditioner in his room to a more comfortable setting and went out of his room. The dim light at the top of the stairs illuminated the piano at the bottom of the staircase where he knew a standing lamp stood beside a tall bookcase. The lamp was shaped like an elongated cocoon and stood as tall as him. In the dark, it could be mistaken for a mummified body. He reached the bottom steps, turned on the lights of the kitchen and opened the refrigerator, quenching his thirst with iced water. He turned off the light and made his way towards the stairs. <sighs> Yawning loudly, he walked past the piano and saw that the standing lamp was now on the left side of the piano. He could have sworn the lamp was beside the bookcase earlier. Chalking it up as his sleepy state and the fact that he was not wearing his glasses, he did not think much about it and went back to sleep. The next morning, when he came down the stairs on the way to work, he noticed that the lamp was not there. Eh? Where did the lamp go? It was here last night. Maybe Faisal moved it up to his room. Jamal mused to himself, thinking that his housemate might be the one who moved the lamp. He came home late that night after a grueling day at work. The hallway was dark when he entered and the first thing he saw on his right, illuminated by the streetlight outside, was the lamp standing innocently by the piano. He flicked on the switch and the room brightened as he walked straight towards the kitchen to keep the bread he had bought for breakfast. As he made his way towards the kitchen to his room, he turned and saw that the lamp was not there anymore. Eh? Are my eyes playing tricks on me? Ah, oh, or maybe I'm just tired from all that paperwork. Jamal mumbled to himself as he climbed the stairs wearily. The next morning, he woke up earlier than usual 
because he knew Faisal usually left for work early. He stepped into the kitchen where he caught Faisal eating his toasted bread over the kitchen sink. Faisal, where's the lamb near with the piano? Oh, that lamb. I knocked into it while returning a book on the bookshelf. And then it fell. The base plate broke, so I called our landlord. Then he gave me permission to throw it away. This was two days ago? Jamal probed further. No lah, since last week. It has been gone for a week now. Anyway, hey, that lamb is shaped like a pochong, you know. It gives me the creeps. <laughs> Faisal laughed, referring to a ghostly creature that looked like a shrouded, mummified body. Jamal stared at his housemate. If it had been gone for a week, then why did the lamb keep appearing and disappearing? That night, when Jamal wanted to get a glass of water again, he saw the lamp in his blurred vision. But this time, after remembering Faisal's words about the shape, he realized the uncanny resemblance and reached for the light switch at the top of the stairs. When he turned it on, the lamp was not there. This was too much for Jamal, who decided not to proceed and he ran back up to his room and locked the door. Hey, next time, if you want to drink water in the middle of the night, close the fridge door lah. I came down and saw the door open. My heart bleed, you know. Later, the landlord will charge us for damaged fridge, you know. Hey. Faisal scolded him over breakfast the next morning. No, I did not touch the fridge last night. I did walk halfway down the stairs, but, but then I changed my mind and went up again. Jamal protested, although he stopped himself from mentioning the lamp. Faisal did not look like he believed Jamal, but he let it go. They have been renting this unit for almost two years now, and although they hardly see each other because of their work schedules, they have formed a bond of friendship, and he did not want to spoil that. There were no further incidents after that. Jamal stopped seeing the lamp and he summed it up as stress from work. Faisal, however, had a different story to tell two weeks after the fridge incident with Jamal. He had just arrived home from a late night movie outing with his colleagues. As usual, he would set his shoes on the rack, close the front door, and turn left into the kitchen, where he would wash his feet and drain some water before heading up to his room. 
while he was rummaging through the fridge, he heard a loud thump from the upper part of the stairs. He ignored it, thinking it must have been Jamal fooling around. Then another loud thump. Grumbling softly about Jamal playing tricks on him, he switched off the kitchen lights and made his way towards the stairs, his eyes on the floor. It was when his feet touched the first rung of the stairs when he looked up and saw a sight that shook him to the core. On the fifth step, barely two meters away from him, was a mummified figure. Its disfigured face charred like black coal. Behind it, on the second landing, stood a similar figure. On the top banister was yet another one, half its body leaning over the railing, looking down at him. It was too much for him, and he let out a blood-curdling scream as he stumbled backwards and slammed his back against the side of the sturdy bookshelf near the piano. His hands covered his eyes as he tried to erase the frightening image out of his mind. Somewhere between his screams and confused state, he heard Jamal's voice calling out to him. Faisal, Faisal, are you okay? Hey, it's me lah, Jamal. Come down, bro. Faisal stopped screaming as he opened his eyes and saw Jamal looking at him worriedly. He glanced behind Jamal, but the now brightly lit staircase was empty. There were no signs of the three mummified bodies. Jamal led the way into the kitchen and he followed stiffly, his eyes still darting about suspiciously. Jamal slid a glass of water in front of him. Faisal took it, his hands still shaking when he lifted his glass to sip his drink. Jamal, I think we need to call someone to take a look at this house. <laughs> Faisal said as he relayed to Jamal what he had seen from the minute he stepped foot into the house. Jamal stared at him and then it all came back to him. Remember that time I kept seeing the lambs which you claimed to have thrown away? Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not there. For all we know, it could be the thing that you saw just now. He shuddered at the thought of having close encounters. That night, both of them quickly left the house and stayed in a hotel. Jamal's colleague from the office recommended him an uncle who can help to access their rented apartment. A simple ritual 
was carried out and it turned out that someone had disposed of these unworldly beings into their unit. Someone who had doubled in the black arts and came to possess these so-called servants to do their bidding. All suspicions fell on a lady from a cleaning company whom they had engaged to clean the house once a week when they were not at home. The lady who was assigned to their house for three consecutive weeks when the lamp incident first started. The uncle cleansed the house with prayers and assisted to remove the disposed servants. It took a while for both Faisal and Jamal to gain back their confidence to move back into the house. Fortunately, their landlord found two other tenants who moved in shortly after and occupied the other empty rooms. At least to both of them, the house seemed less daunting and empty, especially when they needed a drink in the middle of the night. So what do you think? Was it really the cleaning lady? Or there was something more? I am Rafe once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.